XM15, The Village presents Theme Time Radio Hour with Bob Dylan. This is Theme Time Radio Hour with your host, Bob Dylan. Welcome back to Theme Time Radio Hour. And this week, we're talking about work. Talking about golden parachutes, poison pills, golden handshakes. We're talking about working like a dog, work around the clock. Working nine to five. We're talking about all the working stiffs who are working for a living, who live to work, labor intensive, doing odd jobs, married to the job, the employee of the month, hard at work. So this week, no kidding around, no fooling, no goofing off, no hanging around the water cooler. We're gonna get right down to it, cause we're gonna put in an honest day's work for an honest day's pay, because our subject du jour is work and jobs. Going to start things off with the most famous poem by Walt Whitman. I hear America singing. I hear America singing the varied carols I hear. Those of mechanics, each one singing his as it should be blithe and strong. The carpenter singing his as he measures his plank or beam. The mason singing his as he makes ready for work and leaves off work. The boatman singing what belongs to him in his boat. The deckhand singing on the steamboat deck. The shoemaker singing as he sits on his bench. The hatter singing as he stands. The woodcutter's song. The plowboy's on his way in the morning or at noon, intermission or at sundown. The delicious singing of the mother or the young wife at work or the girl sewing or washing. Each singing what belongs to him or her and to none else. The day what belongs to the day. At night the party of young fellas robust, friendly, singing with open mouths their strong, melodious songs. Walt Whitman, workmanlike poet. Here's a song that mentions a bunch of different occupations. Biologists, neurologists, psychologists, theologists, physicians, musicians, teachers, and preachers. All those workers have one thing in common. According to the Bernadettes, they all got to recognize God. You gotta recognize God. Without him, you would be nothing. 
composed the Bernadettes, first you gotta recognize God on the Divinity record label, which was a short-lived gospel label that Barry Gordy put out. After you recognize God, you've got to go to work. Good morning. Time to get up and go to work. We've talked about Mondays before. Nobody seems to like them. Some people call them Blue Monday. T-Bone Walker called it Stormy Monday. It was a day where you had to go back to the G-Rind. Imagine how bad it would be if you had one of the most least popular jobs in the world. The least popular jobs include poultry processor, sewing machine operator, farm laborer, laundry worker, roofer, recycling plant worker, and street prostitute. No wonder which is worse, street prostitute or poultry processor. Well, anyway, both of them probably hate Mondays, so here's their national anthem, Stormy Monday, by T-Bone Walker. They call it Stormy Monday, but Tuesday's just as bad. They call it Stormy Monday, but Tuesday's just as bad. Wednesday's worse, and Thursday's also sad. on Friday and Saturday I go out to play Eagle flies on Friday and Saturday I go out to play Sunday I go to church Then I kneel down and pray people work? Why does everybody have a career doing some kind of work? People work because they enjoy doing things that are useful. And people work to be able to buy the things they need for themselves and their families. Well, you can't say enough about Merle Haggard. He's one of the great singers and one of the great songwriters. In 1969, he released three singles, and all three of them went to number one. Hungry Eyes, Okie from Muskogee, and this one, which was on the charts for 15 weeks. Here's what Merle had to say about this song. I think of all the records I've made, I think my favorite record, song, band, performance, the whole damn thing, was Working Man Blues. 
I think if I had to send a record to another planet, I'd send that one. Well, Merle, I know they'd like it whatever planet you're thinking about sending it to. Here's Merle Haggard and the Strangers, Working Man's Blues. It's a big job just getting by with nine kids and a wife. But I've been working, man, dang near all my life, and I'll keep on working. Long as my two hands are fit to use. I'll drink my beer in a tavern, sing a little bit of these working man blues. I'll keep my nose on the grindstone, work hard every day. I might get a little tired on the weekend. After I draw my pay, I'll go back working. Come Monday morning, I'm right back with the crew. I drank a little beer that evening, sang a little bit of these working man blues. Sometime I think about leaving, do a little bumming around. I want to throw my bills out the window, catch a train to another town. I'll go back working. I gotta buy my kids a brand new pair of shoes. I drink a little beer in a tavern, cry a little bit of these working man blues. Here comes that working man. That was Merle Haggard, Working Man's Blues. You know, working man ain't the only people who have blues. It's also tough to be the boss. It's like Robert Frost said, by working faithfully eight hours a day, you may eventually get to be boss and work 12. Here's a song about a big boss by the great Jimmy Reed. From 1961, from VJ Records, in the days when the blues record could hit number 13 on the R&B chart, Big Boss Man. Big Boss Man, can't you hear me when I
beat me right Quite caught in the daytime Refties at night, big boss man Can't you hear me when I call Well, you ain't so big You just all as That was Jimmy Reed with Big Boss Man. I had a boss so mean once, his time clock punched me. If I had to work for a boss, I'd like to be Bruce Springsteen. Uh, it took a year and three days to complete because we had no script or anything. It was shot entirely off the cuff, and I think that sometimes we didn't work for as long as 10 days to two weeks while Mr. Chaplin was trying to get an idea for the next sequence because the pictures in those days were made in very short sequences. Jackie Coogan was born John Leslie Coogan Jr. His parents were in Bodville, and his first acting part was with Charlie Chaplin when he played the title role in the movie The Kid. By 1923, he was one of the highest paid stars in Hollywood, earning half a million dollars for signing with MGM, and that's 1923 dollars. His career started winding down at age 13. Things started going wrong. Parents divorced. His mother's second husband became his business manager. Uh-oh, I smell trouble there. His father and best friend were killed in a car accident. He asked his mother and stepfather for money he earned as a child star. They wouldn't give him a penny. And here's the crazy part. Under California state law, he had no rights to his own money. Eventually, in 1939, he only got $126,000. Most of the money was gone. He decided no other child actor should get ripped off like this. He used his remaining money to go to the California legislature and have them pass what is known as the Coogan Act. That states a child must have a trust fund to protect his or her earnings. A parent can only take 15%. Jackie had small roles in a lot of movies. You can see him in High School Confidential and Mesa of Lost Women. Finally, in the 60s, he got a stying role in The Adams Family, where he portrayed bald-headed, light-bulb-eaten Uncle Fester. He died in Santa Monica in 1984. Even if you get ripped off, working in show business is kind of exciting. What is that they say? Oh yeah, it's a nice work if you can get it, and it's a nice song if you can hear it. Here's the George and Ira Gershwin classic. Introduced in the 1937 film Damsel in Distress. It's sung in this case by the lovely and sassy Sarah Vaughan. Holding hands at midnight Neath a starry sky It's nice work if you can get it And you can get it if you try Strolling with the one girl Sighing sigh after sigh It's nice work if you can get it And you can get it if you try Just imagine someone Waiting at the cottage door Where two hearts become one Who could ask for anything more Loving one who loves that vow it's nice work if you can get it and you can get it won't you tell me how Sigh. Ooh, nice work if you can get it 
greatest singers in all of jazz. She won an amateur contest at the Apollo Theater, which was a $10 prize, and a week's engagement at the Apollo. She parlayed that into a career and made a whole lot more than $10. That recording, made in 1950, as a true all-star band, featuring Miles Davis on the trumpet, Bud Johnson on tenor, Benny Green on trombone, Tony Scott on clarinet, Jimmy Jones on piano, Freddie Green on guitar, Billy Taylor on bass, J.C. Hurd on drums. This is Theme Time Radio Hour. Today we're talking about jobs. Some of your people listening might be a photographer, maybe a baker, or a janitor, a plumber, a manager, a writer, or a painter. Some people might be a tailor or a seamstress. Maybe there's a banker or a concierge listening. Perhaps a podiatrist, a pharmacist, an apple picker, a field hand, physicist, playwright, copy editor, shellacker, a bookie, police officer, a judge, or a fireman. You know, I used to work at a fire hydrant factory. I had to quit. Couldn't find a place to park. Could be a shaman or a weatherman. Or a mail carrier. Could be a taxi driver or a taxidermist. Maybe a bartender. How about a cashier and a gambler? What about a manufacturer? Maybe you're an inventor, a gym teacher, a history teacher. Maybe you're a zookeeper. No matter what job you have, I know one thing. You're waiting till the eagle flies. You're waiting for payday. Here's Jesse Winchester with a song about that day. Jesse Winchester, Payday, from his first album in 1970. Jesse came from Shreveport, Louisiana, but he moved to Montreal in 1967 when he got his draft notice. 
He did not want to serve in the military. President Jimmy Carter finally instituted an amnesty that allowed him to play in his home country. As long as times are good, there'll be jobs for fellows who just barely do enough to get by. But to keep a job when the going gets rough, you need to insure your job. Make yourself so valuable your employer can't let you go. Thomas Alva Edison once said, Opportunity is missed by most people because it is dressed in overalls and looks like work. Dwight Eisenhower had a similar thought. Farming looks easy when your plow is a pencil and you're a thousand miles from a cornfield. Hopefully, if you want a job, you can find a job. Lee Dorsey is in that boat. He's got to find a job. I had a good catch and was doing fine I went on who I thought was a friend of mine I went running to the boss and started lying I got to get out and find a job The roof is leaking and the rent ain't paid Need a new pair of shoes and I'm underfed Old lady's fussing about the bills she made Never made enough to put nothing on the side Problems, problems, Lord, I'm so tired Troubled by the dozen, oh me, oh my I'm in trouble and I'm sincere Never made enough to put nothing on the side Problems, problems, Lord, I'm so tired Troubled by the dozen, oh me, oh my On the Amy record label, Lee Dorsey got to find a job. I woke up about a quarter to three. I work. Drill Sergeant brings a misery. I work. Pick up my M16. I work. Lock and load a magazine. I work. Put on my BDU shirt. I work. Now I'm ready to go to work. I work. Sometimes your clothes work. Here's a song by Harry Reeser. God, the coat and the pants do all the work, and the vest gets all the gravy. Harry was one of the best banjoists of the 20s. He also led a great novelty band that used an unusually large number of pseudonyms. Among them were the Blue Kittens, the Four Minstrels, the Hi-Hatters, the Nightclub Orchestra. The OK Syncopators, the Seven Rag Pickers, the Six Jumpin' Jacks, the Seven Little Polar Bears, and the Quickle Club Eskimos. And that's just scratching the surface. Harry Freelance playing guitar and banjo and kept right on working until the end. His last job was playing guitar in the orchestra for the 1965 Broadway musical Fiddler on the Roof. He died of a heart attack in the orchestra pit as he was warming up for the night's performance. Let's hear him in happier times. The coat and the pants do all the work, and the best gets all the gravy. Here's Harry Reeser. Now we never give the credit where credit's really due. You've heard that many times before, it's really nothing new. The man who works the hardest, he never gets a dough. And here's another little thing I'm positive you know. Oh, the coat and the pants do 
all of the work and the best gets all the gravy now the captains get the bars the generals get the stars the soldiers do the fighting and all they get is scars now a baby cries for mama but he never even recognizes dad oh the coat and the pants do all of the work and the best gets all the gravy singing about the coat and the pants and the vest here on theme time radio hour where our show is our job and the job is our show if you're at work i hope you're not abusing computer privileges and sending out frivolous emails unless that's to us let's see what we got all right this email is from phil leo he's writing to us from Paris, texas he writes dear bob i've not been able to hear your show but people tell me it's quite good i'm actually writing because i have a peculiar problem I thought I was doing something nice for my boss. He had mentioned how much he liked donuts. So the next day, I brought in a dozen. I thought he'd be happy. On the contrary, he gave me the stink eye. Later on, he took me aside and he said, Be careful, son. Great indebtedness does not make men grateful, but vengeful. And if a little charity is not forgotten, it turns into a gnawing worm. So, Bob, what did I do wrong? Well, Phil... You did nothing wrong. Some people just can't accept a gift. Let me direct you to the words of Frederick Nietzsche, who said, He who cannot give anything away cannot feel anything either. Maybe the problem is not with you, it's with your boss. Maybe you should just think about it and decide you can't work there no longer. And if you do decide that, here's the song you could sing on your way to quitting. Billy Butler and the Enchanters. I wonder if they're the same Enchanters Garnett Mim sang with. Anyway... Thanks for your letter. I would never turn away your donuts. Here they are, Billy Butler and the Enchanters. I can't work no longer.
chestnut tree, the village smithy stands. The smith, a mighty man, is he with lines and sinewy hands, and the muscles of his brawny arms as strong as iron bands. His hair is crisp and black and long, his face is like the tan, his brow is wet with honest sweat. He earns whatever he can, and he looks the whole world in the face, for he owes not any man. Week in, week out, from morn till night, You can hear his bellows blow. You can hear him swing his heavy sleds with measured beat and slow. Like a sexton ringing the village bell when the evening sun is low. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, out-of-date poet. Some jobs are timeless and will never disappear. For instance, gigolo, male prostitutes or escorts aren't talked about much, but don't kid yourself, they're making a good living. Here's Ray Charles singing a song about a man who was willing to give up some loving in exchange for a little silver. This is from Ray before he was on Atlantic when he sounded a little bit like Nat Cole. I'll take you strolling down lover's lane I'll come to see you even in the rain I'll do anything for you But work Sing your praises Hold your hand Tell the world that I think you're grand I'll do anything for you <laughs> But slave I'll take you to dine and dance Fill your ears with sweet romance See baby, I know I'm handsome But what the heck I'm all yours if you pay the check I'm yours to have Yours to hold But that word work just leaves me cold I'll do anything for you Grave digger, but that was just for a short period of time. 
J-Lo worked as a legal assistant while she was going to college, but then she became one of the fly girls on In Living Color. Papa Dr. Valier really was a doctor. He was a physician in Port-au-Prince for a decade before becoming a politician. He got elected in a legitimate election, but soon became a terrible dictator, killing anyone who opposed him even slightly. What about your Hippocratic Oath, Doc? Madonna worked at a Dunkin' Donuts, and Jack Nicholson was discovered in the mailroom at MGM. Civil defense is the way of saving lives and property. The aim of the enemy would be to make you and me and others quit our jobs so that our defense plants would have to shut down. Our aim, then, is to keep working because we must give to our armed forces the things they need to win. Jesse Winchester sang about payday before. He seemed pretty happy about it. Van Hicks, on the other hand, has the payday blues. Here's Dan and his hot licks from his last Train to Hicksville album. I got my paycheck today. I think I'll spend it like a crazy boy. Or I'll give it all away. Something like the golden rule. And my paycheck ain't hay. But somehow I just don't seem to care. Ever since you went away. And left my little house so cold and bare. And I won't tell them at the bank. What I'm gonna do with all my dough. I'll just smile and tell them thanks. Thanks. For it's better than they should know. Then I'll go and have a drink. And a little place where I can sit and think Cause my baby went away And left me here on my payday intensive installment of Theme Time Radio Hour, your home for dreams, themes, and the 40-hour schemes. Need a typewriter or paperclip, reception desk or pink slip, we supply your office needs, your business is our business. The Honeycomb were three girls on the Hot Wax record label. It was the record label that songwriters Holland Dozier Holland started when they left Motown. They are the first group signed, and they are the great pedigree. Carolyn Willis was with Bobby Sox in the Blue Jeans. Shelley Clark was an Iket. And Edna Wright, you might know her older sister, who was quite a singer in her own right. Her name was Darlene Love. The three of them sang together as the Honeycomb, and they had a song that went to both the R&B and the pop charts. In 1971, Wanted, Young Man Single and Free. You can read about it in the one ads.
That was Watt Ads by The Honeycomb. Here's a couple of unusual Watt Ads. And I promise you, these are all true. Man wanted to work in a dynamite factory must be willing to travel. It takes many ingredients to make Burger King great, but the secret ingredient is our people. One pair of hardly used dentures, only two teeth missing, $100 or best offer. Call Ira after 6 p.m. Coming up next on Theme Time Radio Hour, the song from the 1937 animated movie, I don't want to call it a cartoon, that would belittle it somehow, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. People thought Walt Disney was crazy when he said he wanted to make a full-length cartoon. They called it Disney's Follies. It was the first animated feature in English and in Technicolor. It made millions of dollars. This is one of the great songs from Snow White. It's sung by Adriana Casalati, and it's Whistle While You Work. Whistle While You Work by Adriana Casalati. Adriana decided not to appear in any other films after Snow White and the Seven Dwarves because she did not want to spoil the illusion of Snow White. The song was written by Larry Morey and Frank Churchill. And even though the song was cheerful, Frank Churchill had a dark side. He died at age 40 in 1942. He was found with fatal gunshot wounds. The deputy sheriff told the press that death was a suicide. He had been working at the Disney Studios and told his colleagues that he was returning to his ranch, quote, for a rest. Whistle while you work indeed. When you're searching for work, you're fishing for a job. What you catch will be determined largely by the bait you offer. Your personality, training, and experience are your bait. To get the better jobs, you must also use special baits in the form of special qualifications. Now, if you want a job, you might want to go on a job interview. Here's a couple of tips. You want to remember, you're going on an interview, not on a date. Do not drown yourself with perfume or cologne. Speak up. The interview does not want to drag words out of you. On the other hand, don't talk too much. You don't want to bore them. Stay focused. Listen to what the question is and answer it. People don't want to hear about what your dog did last week. Make eye contact. You don't want to appear to be some kind of criminal. Poor language skills don't help. Using like every third word or going uh, um does not make you a likely candidate. Build trust. Don't start using a lot of little white lies because you're going to get caught. And then how are they going to believe anything you say? Wear a clean shirt, smile, and present the best you possible. And once you get the job, you can do what everyone else does. Figure out ways to take the day off. Here's Detroit Junior. Call my job. Junior, wake up. You going to work today? Hmm. What? Call a job. Tell my boss I won't be in. Call my job. Saturday I got the horses. Saturday I got the horses. Saturday. 
Detroit from. He learned to play keyboards at his grandmother's house. She had a parlor instrument that was part organ, part piano, called an organa, and he learned to play on that. In 1969, he joined Holland Wolf's band and played piano with Wolf until Wolf passed away in 1976. You're listening to Theme Time Radio Hour, where we're talking about work. You work a long day. You're sitting there watching the clock. You can't wait for work to be over, especially if you got someone waiting for you. Here's a song with a long title. I can't wait to get off work and see my baby on Montgomery Avenue. The song title's long, but the artist's name is short. Here's Tom Waits. I don't mind working because I used to be jerking off most of my time in the bars. I've been a cabbie and a stock clerk And a soda fountain jock jerk And a manic mechanic on cars It's nice work if you can get it Now who the hell said it? I got money to spend on my girl But the work never stops And I'll be busting my chops Working for Joe and Sal And I can't wait to get off work and see my baby She says she leave before it's light on for me well, I'm disheveled and I'm disdainful I'm distracted and it's pain But this job sweeping up here is gainfully employing me tonight. Well, Tom, do this, and Tom, do that, and Tom, don't do that. Count the cash, clean the oven, dump the trash, or your loving is a rare and a Copacetic gift And I'm a moonlight watchmatic It's hard to be romantic Swiping up over by the cigarette machine Swiping up over by the cigarette machine I can't wait to get off work and see my baby She be waiting up for the magazine for me Clean the bathrooms and clean them good Oh, your loving, I wish you would Come down here and sweep me off my 
this broom will have to be my baby If I hurry, I just might get off before the dawn's early light That's Tom Waits from his Small Chains album. Now, I've always heard a rumor that the red-headed stripper who was on the cover of that album with Tom is Cassandra Peterson, who later put on a black wig and costume and became famous as Elvira, the mistress of the dark. I don't know if it's true or not. I'm going to have to ask Tom next time I see him. Somewhere in this great land, there was a chance for you to make a living and lead a happy life. Americans have always made their own opportunities. It's up to you to make yours. Well, I don't mean to be a clock watcher, but it's just about time for me to knock off. I just want to remind you, no matter how much we joke about working, it's important to put your shoulder to the wheel and keep your nose to the grindstone. Because I don't know a lot of things, but I do know this. You gotta have a job. If you don't work, you don't eat. And if you don't believe me, listen to Mava Whitney, who's gonna tell you the same thing. You listen to that, and I'm gonna get out of here. See if I can beat the traffic. You know what it's like at rush hour, when everybody gets off work. See you around the water cooler. If you don't work, you can't eat. If you don't work, you can't eat. If you don't work, you can't eat. No, if you don't work, you can't eat. You got to have a job. Tell it. You meat on the table. You got to have a job to keep your back. Thanks for listening to Theme Time Radio Hour with your host, Bob Dylan. Produced by Eddie Gorodetsky and the associate producer is Anita Fitzgerald. Continuity is by Eats Martin and the editor is Damian Rodriguez. The supervising editor is Rob McCumber. The research team is Diane Lapson and Bernie Bernstein with additional research courtesy of Lynn Sheridan, April Hayes, Callie Glab, and Terrence Michael, Sean Patrick, and Matthew Meltzer. Robert Bauer was the librarian and the production coordinator was Debbie Sweeney. Special thanks go out to Randy Azradi, Coco Shinomiya, Simpsons Diner, and Lee Abrams. Tex Carbone is our director of studio operations. Recorded in Studio B of the historic Abernathy building, built in 1848. It's a great water park production in association with Big Red Tree. This is your announcer, Pierre Mancini, speaking. Join us again next week when we take a look at you.